hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Trust and Believe. Okay, so if you missed episode 165, you need to go back. It's where I interview the mother of Parents Magazine, um, which I love. I can call her a friend now, Liz Zaccariello, and she is absolutely amazing and has some great takeaways. Now, usually what I do, this is a take action podcast where we unleash a superpower, but we're going to do something a little different this week. And it's going to be called, what would you do? So I have to tell you this story. Um, It's very interesting to me. And I just want to know what you would do in this situation to see if you would um, stay with what you know, or would you go somewhere that you've never, you never thought you would go. I'm going to start by saying this. Yo, legit, I've been to every uh, major sporting event um, with Scott since I've been with Scott. There's been, and, and, and by the way, I'm drinking coffee right now, so if you hear me sipping or putting a cup down or whatever, I'm sitting in a robe in Amsterdam um, there is a goat farm out the side of my window. Don't ask me why or how, but there is. Um, so if you ever come to Amsterdam and you want to stay at the Renaissance by the airport, then go right ahead. But anyway, so there's a lot happening. I'm looking at clouds, but it's still an amazing day. I'm looking at water. Okay, I just really went way far off. But I'm drinking coffee, so if you hear me sipping coffee, then you just have to understand that's what's happening, and I'm in a really great place in my hotel room. Okay, back to the story. So, I'm telling you, I literally, every sporting event that I've gone to, major sporting event, um, since I've been with Scott, I've been with Scott going there. And you all know that I'm staying in the south of France right now with Team Shanti and my family, and it was really important for me to go see Serena play. For me to go see Serena play in the French Open, I just, as some, you know, obviously, I think a lot of you know that she motivates and inspires me by her amazing work ethic and the power that she puts out when she's actually um, in the depths of competition. But in addition to that, I just what friendship we've built. I'm a really great supporter of that. Also, you may have seen me tagging Patrick Moradoglu or Moritoglu, 
um, in a lot of my posts recently, and that's because that's where I'm training right now for tennis, and that's where we're staying. So it was important for me to go to the French Open. The other thing, I know the story's long, and I'm still going to get, you're still going to have to answer a very important question in a minute, but I'm giving you the color. But in addition to that, I'm putting myself in a very, very uncomfortable position um, by having accepted being the sideline reporter for World Team Tennis, which is, if you don't know what World Team Tennis is, after the after Wimbledon, which is the Grand Slam that takes place in England, um, the next Grand Slam is the U.S. Open, which takes place in New York, and I'm sure a lot of you have seen me around there. I've hosted Arthur Ashe Kids Day, but in between there, there's the U.S. Open series, but there's also something that happens that's called World Team Tennis, where tennis players who are currently on the tour or tennis players who um, may have retired or tennis players that um, may be in transition, depending on what number they are ranked in the world, they will all get together and go play this World Team Tennis competition that takes place over a few weeks over the summertime. It scores very differently. The, the energy and atmosphere of the actual tennis matches are a lot different. Whereas if you are, um, if you're in a Grand Slam or any other tennis tournament, it's kind of very, very quiet, and and you have to be very respectful of the players when they're serving. Where World Team Tennis is kind of like a soccer match. It's just super fun, exciting, and the atmosphere is just a little bit different. But anyway, I say all that to say that I'm putting myself in an uncomfortable uncomfortable position by being the sideline reporter um, and just so honored that CBS would pick me and it's, it's just going to be super fun. So in addition to going to Paris to see Serena play and support Patrick um, and see them and Patrick Serena's coach, if I hadn't said that before, I also uh, wanted to do a Instagram takeover for the World Team Tennis Organization. So I was like, this is going to be a really awesome experience for me, but Scott wasn't going to be able to go. So um, I, so I was kind of to- torn because I was like, well, I'm, I shouldn't go because Scott's not going. I'm going to this tennis tournament all by myself. Obviously, you all know I've traveled to cities by myself. You know, I'm a big boy, but it's, it's different when I'm going to a sporting event. I've never been to a sporting event all alone. And so, really, up until the night, the day before, I was just like, well, maybe I'll do the the World Team Tennis Takeover another way, you know, trying to figure out anything I can do to get out of going to the French Open by myself. Um, Because I just didn't know what to expect. I really didn't know what to expect. And I never talk about these kind of things, but I think... This is kind of like my safe space, like the safe space group I have online. You know, when you are well-known or some people call me a celebrity, I'm not like Beyonce or Michael Jackson or anything, but, you know, not everybody knows me when I'm walking down the street. But I do, you know, get recognized in, you know, different things as I'm in public places. And so I always get nervous that, Number one, I'm by myself or, you know, somebody might not be so nice or all these things. And I had all these fears happening in my head. But I was sitting there at the table 
with my phone and I was like, I'm going, I need to try and book tickets. So I ended up booking, I was like, forget this, forget your fear, let's go. So I ended up booking a ticket that included, um, what seemed to be pretty good seats, but they also had lunch available in like this little private area. And then this particular area where you had lunch would be kind of open all day with, you know, drinks and fruit and little snacks and stuff. So I was like, okay, at least if I feel overwhelmed being here by myself, there's a place for me to escape to. And while I'm saying this, I'm realizing that a lot of times when Alex or Sam or Chip or Scott or now Steve, a.k.a. Hare, a.k.a. Lark Media, is with me, I, I, I think I have a force field on days where I don't really feel that great. And, um, you know, I'm always very nice when I meet you all, but some days, you know, I'm human and I might not be in that great of a mood. So, you know, you kind of have, it's kind of like if you're out to dinner or if you go to a party, a dinner party with your husband or your wife or your friends and you're not in a good mood, they're able to kind of manage you and say, okay, like you, we can leave if you want to, you know, we don't have to stay that long, you know, some places where you might go save face. But I didn't have this kind of shield around me, if you will. And so I was walking into this, you know, naked almost for me. But I was like, you know what? You are in Paris. You are going to do this. I mean, you're going to be in Paris. You're going to do this. It's going to be great. So I'm, you know, I get on a plane. I fly. I go to Paris. Checking in a hotel, whatever. Some really cool things happened along the way. First and foremost, when I got, I stayed at the Westin in Paris, and my the server at the restaurant was amazing. She was from Belgium. She told me where to get the most amazing French fries in Belgium. So that was cool. Um, anyway, I went to sleep. I woke up. I started my Instagram story. Blah 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 blah. So I get to the tennis place, the tennis grounds, and I went through a gate that is all the way opposite of the gate that I should have gone through. So I'm immediate. I thought I was going to walk in. I was going to be able to go to this kind of private VIP area, kind of sit down, you know, be like, you know, prepare for the day. But no. I literally walk into the craziest, which obviously is so exciting, part of the the tennis. They actually let me through, and I have to walk through the entire grounds. And I walk through, and, you know, as I'm going through, there are a few people that are like, hey, Shanti. I'm like, hey, what's up? You know, what's good? What's going on? And I'm smiling. I'm having fun. But I'm also like, oh, my gosh. Like, I am so... I'm like... I'm not like, I guess I'm sweating a little bit, but I sweat on my feet and on my palms. And so I'm literally like, I'm going to be here all day, all by myself. And I don't, I just don't know how I'm going to do it. Anyway, so I'm going to save you guys a lot of time. So I, anyway, I get, I get there, I get my ticket. I, I'm speaking a, the little French that I know to try and make sure I'm going to the right place. And so I go into the main stadium and I'm walking up the steps. Now, I'm not sure if any of you have ever had to go give a speech or a presentation. But for those of you out there who are similar to me, that when you walk on stage, there's a bit of like angst and anxiety that comes out when you're about to walk out on stage. Uh, there's this, it's just like this kind of, 
I don't know. It's almost like a claustrophobic feeling. It's like everyone's watching you. So anyway, I get inside the stadium and I'm walking up the steps and I thought my seats were a little lower and closer to the court. But no, my not only are my seats a little further up the top of this particular section, but I am in a row where now I have to walk all the way across about 150 feet about, you know, saying excuse me to people. And then, you know, you say excuse me and then people i like, oh, yeah, Shanti. You know, you hear me as you walk by, and I'm like, oh, my God, this is terrible because I, I feel naked. I'm, I'm just being very open and honest. I feel, like, super naked. I'm like, this is crazy. I eventually get to my seat, and I sit down, and I start watching a tennis match, and I realize that this section, because I see people that have the same, uh, I had to get a wristband put on, and I'm looking, I see everybody that has that's in this section is because they bought this this same ticket that I got. And so I was like, okay, like this is where these people are sitting. This is cool. So I was kind of be able to sit down. Okay. Well, when we come back, because I'm going to go to a quick commercial break, because I'm sure you guys are like, get to the, get to the fact, Sean. Um, but when we come back, I'm going to tell you what happened and how my life completely, completely changed. And I'm so excited to tell you. I'll be right back. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Thank you for joining me on this season of Trust and Believe Transformation Stories. This season, we're doing something a little different in efforts to keep you inspired, motivated, and to hold you accountable. It's one thing to listen to the podcast, but it's another thing to take action on your daily transformation. So look at this season as a course in your personal transformation. Every other week, the episode will challenge you to take action steps to further enhance your personal life journey so that you can have constant progress. All you need to do to take action is to go to shantfitness.com slash safe space. There you can download your worksheet of the week. By completing these assignments, you will continue to stay present by enhancing yourself and your life. To join the safe space community, just fill out the information provided on the site and you will have access to monthly confidence building seminars, access to my live motivational talks, and each month will feature a guest speaker to help you sustain positivity in different parts of your life. Again, go to shantfitness.com slash safe space, a community of positive people that are here to help you grow. For Trust and Believe listeners, use the coupon code TRUST at checkout and get one month free. That's shantfitness.com slash safe space and use the coupon code T-R-U-S-T. Welcome to the safe space. All right, we're back. I'm at the tennis match. Mind you, I'm watching Rafael Nadal play, who is... So, Serena is my girl. Rafael Nadal is my man. I think he's super athletic, powerful. And I don't ever think... I never, I don't think I've ever talked about um, who I had crushes on. <laughs> Any of my crushes outside of Scott. But I have the biggest crush on Rafael Nadal. I'm like, you have to be kidding me. Like, you, it's impossible to be that, you know, sexy or whatever. So I'm watching a match. I'm having a good time. And I just say hello to the woman sitting next to me. Um, and 
I'm, I don't know what language she speaks. I just say hello. She turns to me. She says hi, and I could tell right away that she was from the U.S. Um, just by the way she talked, said hello, and we didn't say any, anything to each other for another five minutes. But then we just kind of like, hey, you know, we would make little comments about the match. We both love tennis, so it's really easy to start engaging. And then she just turned and was like, oh, my gosh, like, isn't he so hot? And I'm like, Dude, how am I supposed to respond to that? And I was like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, he is, whatever. So we start laughing and we just start talking. And then we're talking about the match. But then it ends up being like, you know, why, you know, why did you come here today? What is, you know, what brought you here or whatever? And so we go into the story and. She didn't know I was Shanti. I just started having a conversation with this woman. And she was like, I work for the CDC. Um, I do research for infectious diseases and how they can, you know, kind of globally take over the world. And I have to learn how to, you know, quarantine things. And most of the time I spend um, for my job is in the bush in Africa. And I was fascinated and I was like what do you mean and she was telling me how you know what she does like she travels from Africa back to Atlanta to just kind of really taking care of the world and you know we're watching the tennis match we're commenting on the tennis match but then she's also telling me more and more about what she does and then she starts talking about age research, AIDS, HIV, AIDS research, and, you know, how that impacts the world and how it impacts certain parts of Africa and how she goes into different clinics. And in these clinics, she sees how many times people test positive for things like herpes or syphilis or gonorrhea, and she can tell if it's going to be an epidemic. So if someone comes into a a clinic and or she goes into a clinic and there's a report that three people came into that clinic with syphilis within a week it's going to be an epidemic in that particular area you know syphilis should only come every once in a while but then they know that if three people come in that means it's multiplied by an astronomical amount and i was so fascinated and we started talking about hiv and as a as a gay man one of my biggest fears um, as a younger kid, you know, was the HIV AIDS epidemic because when we were younger, it was, it, it was something that was like super feared. They didn't have enough research about it. No one knew what it was. And so I was really fascinated by that. I was also fascinated because just a year or so ago, I was at the CDC pitching, helping the Pennsylvania Department of Health pitch a health initiative that would go nationally around the U.S. so that we could um, help attack the diabetes, obesity epidemic in America. So we just started having this amazing conversation. The match was over. We look at each other as like, hey, did you get your, I don't know, it was like some sort of gift bag that you get at the VIP area that I mistakenly didn't go into the first time. And so we walk back, we sit down, we're having drinks, we're eating food. Um, And I forgot one important thing. 
because it's not that important. So she asked me, she's like, what do you do? And I was like, oh, have you ever heard insanity? And she starts busting out laughing. And she's like, yeah, I'm pretty sure you're collecting dust on my shelf. And so, you know, and that was pretty much the last thing we talked about health and fitness. Like I didn't, we didn't go there. It was just all just super fun and excited. And we hung out all day long into this very day. We are sending WhatsApp messages on the regular about tennis matches, about life. She asked about Scott and the kids. We have a place to go and stay when we go to Atlanta. Just by me, and I'm, I'm going to wrap this up because I know I talked a lot. But just by me stepping outside of my comfort zone and say, I don't need to go with a lifeline. While obviously I love to go to sporting events with Scott and Team Shanti is there. It just really taught me that I need to, regardless of how quote unquote, and this is kind of stupid to me, not stupid, but you know, no matter like how you know popular Shanti is, it's not that important when you look at the grand scheme of the world. Like I'm really nothing. Now, I know you're probably like, wait a minute, Shanti, why would you say that? Yes, I'm something. Yes, I'm a dad and a husband and a and a team leader. And a member of my team and, you know, but in the grand scheme of the world, so what that I'm famous? So what that, you know, I sold these DVDs or whatever, or, you know, I'm a super trainer for Beachbody. So what? It doesn't matter because the foundation of that is the human connection. And it made me realize, not that I didn't have this before, but it made me realize that sometimes when we get stuck in a certain place and we have a certain process or a certain way of doing things, then we start to follow a path. And while the path really keeps us strong and it keeps us focused, it's really important for us to sometimes when you are on that train track and you can say, okay, I can go right to this city or left to this city. Sometimes you have to go left. Sometimes it's really important for you to go left and to do something that's going to make you so freaking uncomfortable. And because you never know who you're going to meet. You never know how your life is going to be changed. And for me to have this woman who I never met before, not only accept me, accept my family you know, right now we're in Pride Month and there are so many people who are getting pushed out of their homes because of who they are or who they love, naturally who they love. So for a stranger to be there for me in a way where I was feeling a lot of anxiety and she didn't judge the fact that I was gay, we bonded over something that we both love and that is tennis. And then we bonded over our passion for health and our passion for helping people and helping the world. And I just think it's really important in the climate that we live in, in our world, that people step outside of their comfort zone. Because, you know, be it politics a lot, like we get stuck in this way and we don't even understand why we're thinking this way. And it was because we were taught this way or it's because we've been on this path for a long time and we've been on this path for so long that we're stuck on this path. But the world has changed and there are a lot more things and people out there that can actually help you understand things that you're afraid of. So I say all that to ask you, what would you have done? 
Would you have gone to the tennis match alone? Would you have even talked to the person sitting next to you because they actually said something to you? Would you have gone to have lunch with that person? Would you hang out with them all day, never having met them minutes before? Super platonic friendship. No, I think they're hot. No, no, nothing like that. Would you have continued to communicate with them and open up more of your life because of the foundation of the connection you had? It's really a question for you to, 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 for me to ask you, what are you doing every single day that's going to make you step outside of your comfort zone to experience a different thing in a brand new way? I really think it's important that you do that. And the next time you get into a position where you want to say no, you have to go. When you want to say no, you have to go forward and do the thing that you're afraid of because you never know how it's going to impact your life and I'll leave you with this there are times in our lives where we know what we want but a lot of times the things that we know aren't the way to go because if we only stick with things that we know then we stick and we stay inside of this closet that really will become stagnant. So open the door. Open the door to your life. Is it that job that you don't want to have anymore? Well, listen, it's okay. It's not that you're quitting. It's just that you need to find an exit. Define and develop an exit strategy. Are you a person that really, really hates working out and you think you're going to quit if you stop doing insanity? Well, it's not about stopping insanity. It's about starting another path that's going to make you enjoy the process of staying healthy. It's these type of decisions that we make and that we should be making so that we continue to grow. Growth isn't happening if you stay comfortable. That's called idling, right? If you're in a car, in a traffic jam, and your car is in drive and you just have your foot on the brake, if it's an electric or if it's an automatic and your foot is on the brake, you're gonna burn gas, right? But what if you put the car in park And you're like, you know what? While this traffic jam is happening, I'm going to sit outside on my car. And maybe someone else is going to sit outside in the hood of their car. And you start having a conversation. It could be the love of your life. It could be that best friend. It could be that person that's going to help you get the next job. But if you sit in a car with your foot on brake, burning the gas and you see people getting out and you're fearful to get out even though you're going to be in this traffic jam for about four hours you will never know where your life could go three words of a conversation of a hello picking up something that's uh, that someone dropped on the floor opening the door for someone or letting someone go in traffic instead of having your normal road rage can literally change the course of your life 
It's about the human connection, people. So let's continue to connect to who we are so that we can open ourselves up to the world and always trust and believe in who you are. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.